With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. I'm Shelby, and I'm from Reynoldsburg, Ohio. So what was broken on my car was really unique, and they did a wonderful job at tracking it down and had it there the next day and fixed. 3C dealt with my insurance, so I just got to sit back, and they took care of everything. I had my car back within a week, then somebody else hit it, and now I find myself back at 3C Body Shop. I would recommend 3C to family, friends, and anybody who's been an ex. 3C Body Shop, the finest in collision This is the Ranger Report Podcast. News, insights, predictions, interviews, and information about the Texas Rangers from the major leagues to the minor leagues. And now, here's your host, Ben Dieter. Happy holidays and welcome to the Ranger Report podcast. Always glad that you take the time to listen. Look, it was a very busy week for the Texas Rangers this last week, and uh, we are going to get to all that here in a little bit. We're going to talk about everything that happened over the last four or five days. If you'd like to hear uh, what happened before that, we did do a podcast earlier with Jeff Wilson from the Fort Worth Star-Telegram, which we dropped on Thursday. So if you have not had a chance to listen to Thursday's podcast, may I recommend that you go back and listen to our conversation with Jeff Wilson talking about everything that uh, went down with the Rangers in uh, the last week or so. Uh, was a lot of fun, and I always like uh, always like interviewing Jeff. Now, now I'd like to say a big thank you to all of you for listening, commenting, sharing, and being a part of this podcast. It means a lot to us here. We do the show in the hopes that you all enjoy it and get informed and entertained about the Rangers along the way. Hopefully, that is what is happening, and I think it is. Um, if you do enjoy enjoy the show, consider sharing it, um, consider becoming a patron, consider buying some stuff off of our website. We have a merch store, therangerreport.com slash shop. And I, you know, I'm maybe, uh, I may be biased, but I think there's some really, really good stuff up there that you should go and check out. And of course, if you become a patron on Patreon, just go to patreon.com slash therangerreport, or you can find it on our Twitter or Facebook page. Um, there's lots of cool prizes we give out. We give out merch. We give out all kinds of stuff. You get uh, exclusive looks at other stories that I'm working on as as well as behind the scenes podcast stuff with the let's just say sometimes this doesn't go as smooth as it sounds here and there's some good uh, outtakes that you get to listen to of me uh, acting and talking and not uh, getting English words out in the correct order so I'm sure it is a lot of fun to listen to Um, it's not a lot of fun when it's happening but you know if I can't make fun of myself then uh, then who can make fun of me so let's go on and take a look now at what happened in the last couple of days since I interviewed Jeff Wilson in this week's Week in Review. Week in Review 
All right, the Rangers acquired first baseman Nate Lowe from the Rays on Thursday with the idea that he is going to supplant Ronald Guzman at the position in the 2021 season. Now, I am a Ronald Guzman fan. I've liked him since he got here, uh, but he has not produced the way the Rangers have hoped he would. And, of course, Greg Bird also didn't work out. Um, Guzman did not have a fantastic 2020. I don't know that it's fair, really, to judge somebody on 2020. But that being said, um, the Rangers have gone out and signed Nate Lowe. Lowe is 25 years old, and he made his Major League debut with the Rays in 2019. Uh, He entered the season as the number 8 prospect in the Rays system. He played 71 games for Tampa Bay over the past two seasons, hitting 251, 322, uh, 322, 447, with 11 home runs and 30 RBIs in 245 plate appearances. So the details of the trade are the Rangers get first baseman Nate Lowe, first baseman Jake Gunther, and a player to be named later. All right, and the Rays get infielder Azelius Basabe, catcher outfielder Herberto Hernandez, and outfielder Alexander Ovales. All right, I know I butchered at least one of those names. Apologies to those gentlemen. And these are coming off of uh, TexasRangers.com from T.R. Sullivan, uh, also from Jeff Wilson, Evan Grant, uh, Levi Weaver, other people that I read to get this information. So if you want to read more on that, definitely go check uh, those guys out if you don't already read those gentlemen. All right. All right. Continuing on, the Rangers have reached a one-year agreement with outfielder David Dahl, who played for the Rockies last year. Sources told MLB.com on Friday night, the Rangers have not announced the signing because of their 40-man roster is currently full. Dahl, who will turn 27 on April 1st, uh, he struggled to stay healthy in his young career. He became a free agent earlier this month when he was non-tendered by the Rockies. Dahl's deal with the Rangers is for one year and $3 million, and he'll be arbitration eligible for each of the next two off-seasons. Dahl will not be a free agent until after the 2023 season. Uh, He was the Rockies' first-round pick in 2012, and uh, he came out of Oak Mountain High School in Alabama and made his Major League debut with Colorado in 2016. He obviously has performed much better at Coors Field, which, uh, you know, at Coors Field, very, very friendly hitters park, and as we know, Globe Life Field in a shortened 60-game season where they only played 30 games there did not seem to be much of a hitter's park, but it didn't seem to bother any teams during the playoffs and the World Series, so I think it all depends on the roof, the weather, all that kind of stuff. Daw has played all three outfield positions, but he'll likely get the chance to be the Rangers' regular left fielder next season. Uh, Even Willie Calhoun is another uh, maybe candidate to play left field. But this deal may indicate that the Rangers feel Calhoun may be better suited as a designated hitter with his injuries and other things that are going on. And I don't think the Rangers have ever really been 100% sold on Willie Calhoun in that left field position. They may also feel that Eli White needs a little more development time in the minor leagues before being given a chance to win a job at that major league level. So, um, again, that is from TexasRangers.com. That came straight out of uh, T.R. Sullivan's article about it. All right, more news, uh, sad news. Charlie Pride, a country music legend who's also a part of the Rangers family um, and has been a Rangers fan and been a part of the family since 1972, died on Saturday from complications of COVID-19. According to a news relief, Pride was 86. He was born in 1934. Uh, He was the son of a Mississippi sharecropper and played baseball in the Negro Leagues and minor leagues before becoming a pioneer in country music. 
He made his home in the Dallas area and made an eagerly anticipated visit to spring training every year to work out with the Rangers. His stay always included an annual morning concert in the clubhouse for the players, coaches, and staffs. So uh, we uh, thoughts and prayers to Charlie Bride's family as he has passed away from complications of COVID-19. All right, the Rangers added a candidate for the 2021 bullpen on Thursday when they selected right-hander reliever Brett DeGoss from the Dodgers with the second overall pick of the Rule 5 draft. The 23-year-old will come to spring training with a real chance to make the team as a middle reliever. A 33rd round pick in 2017, DeGoss pitched for Class A Great Lakes and Class A advanced to Rancho Cucamonga in 2019. Over 39 games, he was 6-2 with a 1.75 ERA, a .94 whip, and 8 saves. Uh, he averaged 10.5 strikeouts and 1.9 walks per two per uh, nine innings. Per two innings, that would be incredible. Per nine innings, that is really good numbers, by the way. 10.5 strikeouts per nine innings is not too shabby. Uh, he followed that up with eight appearances and nine and a third scoreless innings in the Arizona Fall League, allowing two hits and two walks while striking out 11. Uh, also, the Rangers have re-signed pitcher Jimmy Herget and designated outfielder Scott Heineman for assignment. Scott Heineman is one of those guys that just never really, never really clicked, never got the chance to be an everyday player. I liked him. He seemed like a really nice guy, but he never seemed to really get a shot out there as an everyday outfielder. Just too many guys in his way, so not too big of a surprise that they designated uh, Scott Heineman for assignment, but if nobody uh, picks him up, then he will return with the Rangers most likely uh, with a minor league contract going back to the minor leagues. Uh, both players, Herget and Heineman, were, all, were uh, not offered contracts at the December 2nd non-tender deadline and became free agents. Heineman was signed the next day, but designated for assignment on Friday because the Rangers needed room for Herget on the 40-man roster. So all that has happened since I talked to Jeff Wilson on Thursday. Once again, you can go back and listen to that. And I'd like to thank you guys. This last week was our biggest week ever on the podcast. The most listens, the most downloads, the most plays, however you want to say it, that we've had since we've started this podcast. So we are excited uh, that you guys are out there listening, you guys are out there sharing, and you guys are out there letting people know about the Ranger Report podcast. Uh, Patreon is the only way. Patreon is the only way that we have any kind of financial income and of course you know sponsors uh, we don't have very many of those yet so we would like uh, you to consider supporting the ranger report podcast for 2021 through patreon it's a great way to support us a great way to tell us that you're listening and that you enjoy the content here um, of course we've had this year lots of people come on as well as guest hosts like Jonathan Leung, who came on and he is a patron who enjoys the show. And I plan on having him on again in the near future. If you're listening, Jonathan, I'm going to be emailing you and trying to get you back on. Uh, we've had plenty of people come on and help. Uh, we've had a lot of fun in 2020. Uh, this will not be the last episode, but it will be close to the last episode. Um, as we are wrapping up the year, getting ready for Christmas and New Year's, and then we will come out running when 2021 hits us hard. So coming up after the break, I am going to do a profile of our new general manager, Chris Young, and kind of look at his career and what brought him from his high school playing days all the way through to where he is now, which is the general manager 
of the Texas Rangers organization. And uh, of course, we talked a little bit about that last week as well, but we're going to dig in a little bit into what got Chris Young here and uh, all that and more coming up on the Ranger Report podcast. Hey guys, have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? When I was trying to get this podcast off the ground, I had a lot of questions like how do I record an episode? How do I get my show into the apps all the people like to listen to? And how do I make money from my podcast? Well, the answer to every one of these questions is really simple. It's called Anchor. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. And best of all, it's 100% free and extremely easy to use. And now, Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means you can get paid to podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. I've been using Anchor now for, oh, almost a year, and I really enjoy it. It's a lot easier than any of the other podcast apps I've ever tried. And again, it's free, guys. It really is free. It doesn't cost anything. Uh, So if you want to get started on a podcast and making money doing it, then go to anchor.fm slash start. That's anchor.fm slash start. Anchor, the best way to podcast. Welcome back to the podcast. Um, I thought we'd do something a little different tonight for the second half of the podcast. And as I mentioned earlier, we would do a breakdown of uh, general manager Chris Young's career and kind of what brought him from uh, where he started all the way to the Rangers general manager. So I hope you enjoy uh, tonight's uh, profile of new general manager Chris Young. The Rangers hired Chris Young as their new general manager and vice president of baseball operations in early December. Young made his major league debut with the Texas Rangers and played two seasons in Arlington before being traded away by John Daniels. Owner Ray Davis and president of baseball operations John Daniels sat down and decided that it was time for a change at general manager. The job has gotten much more involved and Daniels was most likely overwhelmed with the task of being both general manager and president of baseball operations. Daniels explains, first and foremost, this is a leadership role. Obviously, there's a major technical side that has to be handled, but the leadership is the single biggest piece, and Chris has the type of character, values, and integrity that are prerequisites to join the team in any role. Equally important, Chris Young is a winner, he's uber competitive, he's pushed himself to succeed at everything he's done in and out of the game. As we look to re-establish a championship culture, he'll be a huge asset to all of us, adding a sense of discipline and structure as we go forward. Young only stopped playing baseball in 2018. The opportunity to build a championship team in my hometown, Chris Young says, is perhaps the most fulfilling accomplishment to which I can contribute. This all transpired much quicker than I probably anticipated. I recognize how much I have to learn, but sometimes you do not control the timing of your opportunities. And when JD and Ray reached out with this ready or not, I'm here and I'm excited. So why now? The team has suffered four straight losing seasons. 
John Daniels has traded away a lot of the talent that was in the minors to try and win when he traded them. They do have some talent in the minors now, but most of the highly touted prospects that the Rangers have are in the lower levels of the system. It was time to bring in a fresh voice to help with both player development and to be an extra pair of eyes and ears for John Daniels, especially someone who played in the game at a high level as Chris Young did. It will be nice for Rangers fans to have a fresh voice and a face making deals and talking to the media, and I have a feeling that we are going to see less of John Daniels now that Chris Young is here. Daniels will focus on baseball operations, while Young will be the face of the front office, in my opinion. Chris Young played his high school ball in the DFW area at Highland Park High School. He also played basketball, where he lettered three times and scored over 1,000 points, had 500 rebounds, and 200 block shots during his high school career. He then went on to play college baseball at Princeton, where he continued his dual sports dominance, winning Male Player of the Year in both baseball and basketball, and the voting was unanimous in both sports. In baseball, his freshman year, he posted an ERA of 2.38, and he allowed only one home run over the course of 150 batters faced, and was twice named Ivy League Rookie of the Week. His sophomore year in basketball was again great, but in baseball, he posted an ERA of 1.82, had a perfect record of 5-0, and averaged a little more than a strikeout per inning. Young was eventually drafted by the Pittsburgh Pirates, and was also offered a two-year contract by the Sacramento Kings to play in the NBA, but he opted to play baseball. He bounced around from the Pirates minor leagues to the Expos minor leagues and eventually wound up with the Rangers in 2001. After a few years in the minors, he joined the Rangers in 2004, starting 38 games for the club and going 15-9 with a 4.34 ERA. 154 strikeouts to 55 walks during his two seasons as a Texas Ranger. After the 2005 season, John Daniels traded Young, Adrian Gonzalez, and Termel Sledge to the Padres for Adam Eaton and Akinori Otska. Young went on to have a very respectable Major League career, with a career ERA of 3.95 during his 13 seasons in the Majors. Which, besides the Rangers and Padres also included the Mets, Nationals, Mariners, and Kansas City Royals. After his playing days were over in 2018, Young moved into administration as the Vice President of On-Field Operations, Initiatives, and Strategy under MLB Chief Baseball Officer Joe Torre, reporting directly to Senior Vice President On-Field Operations Peter Woodfork. Young worked for the MLB, and everyone there had a very high regard for him. The Mets were said to be in pursuing him as well for general manager, but in the end, he chose the Rangers. My guess is because it's where he grew up. Here, and he rooted... My guess is because it's where he... My guess is because he grew up here... And he grew up rooting for the Rangers. And who wouldn't want a job for the team they grew up rooting for? Now, as this offseason gets underway in earnest, it will be very interesting to see what becomes of the team and what direction Chris Young is going to take them. It has to be a better direction than they have been headed for the past four seasons. I've never been a true John Daniels hater, nor have I ever been a giant fan. 
but I think it really was time for a change at general manager. I'm hoping that Chris Young will help get this team back into contention sooner rather than later. This offseason will tell us a whole lot of what he thinks this team is and where he's hoping to take them. He's the second former Rangers player to become general manager, the other, of course, being Tom Grieve or Mr. Ranger, as most people know him. Uh, we will uh, we plan on having Mr. Grieve on the show here in the near future to discuss his thoughts on Chris Young and going from player to general manager in an organization that you worked for. Um, all right, we hope you enjoyed our profile of Chris Young, Rangers' brand new general manager. Do not forget to check us out on Patreon and become a patron. Do not forget to check out our merch on the shop over at therangerreport.com. Of course, you can always find us on Twitter. You can always find us on Facebook. You can always email me, Ben, at therangerreport.com. You can always leave us a voice message on Anchor for us to play on the air. Uh, And once again, thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for uh, helping this podcast to grow to the effect that it has. Again, we just had our greatest week ever. Thank you all for that. And I hope you enjoyed listening this week to the Ranger Report Podcast. See ya. Thanks for listening to the Ranger Report Podcast. Find us on Twitter, Facebook, and at therangerreport.com.